0: This is the week that most people have thrown in the towel on their New Year's resolution. And you know, I am not a fan of the resolution model. Welcome to the Reinvent Podcast. I am your host and reinvention coach, Sari Kimball. Today, we are talking about releasing and getting through the fuckets and recommitting to the identity of who you want to be this year. All right, even if you agree with me that the resolution model doesn't work, you probably still did it, even if it was sneaky (laughs) inside, like way down deep. But we all do it. It's human nature to be like, new year, new me, right? I'm going to be like I'm going to really amp up my exercise, or I am going to change my diet, or I'm going to stop drinking, and don't even get me started on dry January. I actually (laughs) was thinking I wanted to do a whole podcast on why I hate dry January, and maybe I'll talk about it here as a little side note. But I want to return to the reason why we are not good, even if we can get through a whole month right of dry january or going to the gym 5 days a week or not eating sugar and flour or you know not getting angry at our kids or our coworkers or something like that like it's so easy to just declare those things and like this is the year <laughs> and we're not setting ourselves up for success most people by this time this year in January about the third week in January people have started to abandon their gym habits. You can now find a parking spot. You can now work out on the machinery that you like. right? The You can now get the healthy food again that was out of stock because everybody stocked up on celery and kale at the beginning of the year. <laughs> and the reason why it fails is because we do not create a sustainable model. And it's sneaky, but it's based on perfection. It's a case of the fuckets. And once one thing goes, we miss one day, we miss one time where we eat the chocolate or we have the glass of wine, then we might as well throw the whole thing out. Because if I can't be perfect, if I can't always have 100%, then I might as well not do it at all. And I am actually in the middle of a 30 day discipline challenge. And I do this a couple times a year usually. And I do it inside my I have a group program that we do this. And it's like day 11, I guess when I'm when I'm recording this, and I purposely did not start it right at the beginning of the year because we all come out super motivated. And in fact, I purposely said, no, I want you to have a couple of weeks under your belt of like trying to be perfect. And then we're going to do this discipline challenge, which is a little bit different. It is five rules where you have to follow those every day, but I want you to make them so small so tiny at the beginning because the whole point is that we make something so easy that we can't help but follow through on it. That with just a little bit of tuning in and being present and putting some reminders on your calendar, you can achieve these five things every single day for 30 days. And in the process of that, that you become a different person. You are now having the identity of somebody who follows through, who creates good habits, who does what she or he says you will do. And that, it's my opinion, is the value of doing challenges like this, of trying to make habit shifts. There's nothing wrong with like, I want to drink less or I want to shop less or I want to eat better where I wanna work out more. Those are all great. I want you to do those things, but I want you to attach it to an identity of someone who cares for your body, as someone who values sleep because you also value feeling good the next day. I wanted you to do it out of a different identity shift and not, I have to be perfect every single day or fuck it. It doesn't matter. And then I'll try again next year. And what I really encourage people to do is, and I'm doing the discipline challenge with some of my clients as well, one-on-one, and we're setting new standards, but we're setting actual rules. And rules are, I do this every day, or it's a loss for the day, and I start over. And one time it took me three months to get through one of these 30-day challenges because it was hard. I made it almost too hard. Now I am all for challenging yourself and you can definitely level up these rules as you go. But the more I learn about human behavior, the more I realize that we have to start super tiny. It has to be so manageable. And oftentimes we are not successful because we make ridiculous rules for our, you know, January. So instead of I'm going to work out for thirty minutes every single day during this challenge, I'm like, no, 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 that is way too big. I am going to move my body for five minutes every day with intention. I'm going to say, this is my five minutes to stretch, to um, to walk, to you know, do something active. Now, you can of course build in longer workouts, for example, but. At minimum, at very minimum, you do the five minutes, right? And then start making it harder if you start being successful at that. But what is most important is that you start seeing success and progress and you're compounding the days of winning. And what happens sometimes is that you will miss one rule. It'll just happen. It'll happen on accident, Oftentimes, it's not even on purpose. I did this a few times where I did not do a good job of like creating reminders on my phone or sticky notes. And I just forgot. It was just a oops. And what happens is and sometimes, especially if it's something maybe early in the day, like maybe you have on there to do a morning routine and you forget, then a lot of times what we do is just say fuck it and we don't do the rest of them. And what I want to encourage you to do is if you are missing something like your whatever your goal was for change, for habit change this year, if you've missed a couple days, then get back up and start anew. And if you have multiple things, don't blow the rest of it. Just because you have that glass of wine doesn't mean you also now have the chocolate cake and (laughs) the extra things on top of it. Don't be like, well, I blew it, so now I might as well go crazy. That's not the kind of person that I'm guessing you want to be. That's not the identity. And so it's a beautiful opportunity if you blow one of your rules to keep up the other ones for that day and then start anew. You're never back at square one. You are making progress. And part of this, doing this well, is not about beating yourself up. It's about, oh, I'm human. What did I, where's the lesson here? What can I do differently the next day so that I keep it up? So I want to encourage you to revisit whatever habit you declared that you wanted to change, whatever resolution you made, And to say, where am I at with that? Have I had a case of the fuck and given up? And what was the identity that I wanted to create by doing this? That I am a person who is healthy. That I am a person who cares about my well-being. I am a person who is a great friend or a great spouse or partner. Or I am a great CEO, right i'm maybe you're doing your financials and you want to be checking those regularly whatever it is attach an identity piece to it rather than just the thing because oftentimes we're like well the thing will then make me a better spouse make me a better ceo make me a better parent make me a better friend make me healthier it's not the doing of the thing that doesn't matter it can be so small. It, that's not what it's about. It's about you becoming a different version of yourself and learning how to be resilient and pick yourself back up and keep going even when you mess up, even when you have a bad day, right? And that the next day or that same day, you pick it back up and you keep going. So the reason why I, I'm going to circle back to this, because the reason why I hate dry January I was uh, texting with a friend and I was like, hey, uh, do you want to get together like a Friday afternoon? And I called it happy hour, but I, I don't necessarily drink a lot anymore. And I am perfectly content not drinking. And I hadn't committed in my mind one way or the other, whether I would or not. But she responded back. She said, like, oh, can we do this later, maybe in February, um, because I'm doing dry January. And I was like, you know what, (laughs) I don't know about this whole 30 day, right, no drinking thing, if that's your thing. And you could do it for anything, right? 30 days of no sugar, no flour, 30 days of not, you know, shopping um, or buying any, you know, specific things, 30 days of um, giving your spouse, your partner a hug and a kiss and telling them you love them, right? I don't care what it is, but... The, the problem I have with it is that it's in a vacuum. It's not in real life, especially around you know dry January or like stopping other things. And what we've done now is create a container where we're not going out, we're not socializing, we're not being out because we don't wanna be tempted by the alcohol or by the food. And that's just not the way we live our lives. And I know in the past when I have done kind of dry January-esque things that oftentimes I would just go back to drinking as much, if not more, afterwards, right? Same thing with food. And we have that black or white, those big swings, right? Where we are almost self-sabotaging. We're like, oh, I white-knuckled that for 30 days. I didn't go out. I wasn't social because I didn't want to be tempted. And then... And then when February comes, we're like, woohoo, right? We make all the plans and we we blow it. Now, I'm not saying that's what has to happen. And I think that there is a way to do dry January or some whatever your habit is in a way that's more effective. But I would love you to actually practice if you're going to do that, practice in real world situations. And you might not get it right. You might not get all 30 days. And that's okay. I would rather you go out and you be more intentional and you feel the discomfort of sitting at the bar or at the table and you want a drink and noticing where what is coming up for you what is the restlessness what's the urgency? Why do you want it? The day that I started being being able to go to events, go to dinner, go to out. And not be in that restlessness was freedom for me. And now maybe I'll do something like that for 30 days, right? I could do that as part of my discipline challenge if if I chose to. But I want you to choose things that you can be in the real world practicing because it's not useful to put yourself under lockdown, (laughs) (laughs) And yes, maybe there's a little bit of habit shift, but oftentimes we just go back to exactly the way it was and sometimes even more. So that's why I'm not a huge fan of dry January. I think you can do it with intentionality. And I would encourage you, if you're going to do something like that, to put yourself in harm's way. Be out in public. Go to that networking event. Go to dinner and not order the dessert, not order the drink and just let it be uncomfortable because that's where the growth is. And when you are able to, like I said, when you're able to go out and it's not a problem anymore, you won't need these 30 day, you know, all or nothing kind of things. Or you will do them with a lot more intentionality and benefit for you. So there's my thought on dry January. And other kind of hardcore 30-day challenges or 75-day challenges where you are not out in the real world practicing. All right, so that's what I have for you today. Um, really want you to think about how can I recommit to the person, the identity that I want to become by doing these actions and to give myself some grace and to know that I'm human, and that I'm making progress. And if I fail, it's no big deal. I just get back up and keep going. That is how we're going to make a huge shift and go after our 10x goals in 2024. Until next time, have an amazing week.